Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... From a Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Welcome to Session 44. Last session, we joined the team aboard Fisherman Michael's rowboat as he ferries the group to the Endless Bazaar's large shipping wharf. Michael takes pride in pointing out the various river sites, and when he points out the tip of the sunken pyramid, he exclaims in surprise when he catches sight of a very large ridge spine, creating a wake in the water. The Legion of Wajet's not-so-secret weapon, Wally, Spinosaurus. Wally swims from the sunken pyramid to the Seacat River Gate. The fisherman also mentions his disappointment that the Legion won't be putting on a New Year's celebration show. With the city's defensive shield raised, the Legion is on duty and is patrolling out near the shield. Thorn and Clicker work out that this heightened security coincides with the High Priestess Nefrini and the Lady Alashra's departure from the city. At one point, the conversation turns to thinking that Volga is of the Bunny People, but this is Demista's fancy. On the shipping wharf, the sound of drunken sailors saws through the morning air, and flitting amongst the recovering mass is a lithe figure. After a few steps down the wharf, heading towards the bazaar, Cal stops in mid-stride. He receives another message from his family, and he mentions the second communication. Thor notices that the lithe figure is watching the party. Princess Karima is an imposing person, and everyone feels a pang of desire on meeting the very oddly attractive female Noel. It doesn't take long to learn that she's looking for the party, and she offers shelter at, the, at, at her place of business, the Bronze Spigot. The offer is declined and the party heads to the Harbour Master's office. Outside the office, Cal notices a City Watch Minor Illusion poster, an okay rendering of Clicker, covered in blood. Harbour Master Matilda informs that only one ship will be leaving the harbour on New Year's, the slaver riverboat called Just Pazuzu, and its captain, Jorma, is staying at an inn called A Fish in a Bottle. Otherwise, regular trade will return to normal in a couple of days. After leaving the harbour office, Clicker demands that Cal show her the canopic jar, and he readily obliges. On doing so, his mind is blasted with a warning. Each time he speaks the command word to disable the jar's sequester magic, it becomes visible to any powerful being with strong divination magics. The, par the party quickly decides that it is time to leave, and so they seek out Captain Jorma and arrange passage for 250 gold. Before leaving, Erica stops at a nearby temple of Anuakma and speaks with an acolyte. She confirms her worry. Her teachers, her family, is decades dead. Just Pazuzu's first mate Priya greets the party on the riverboat's main deck and quickly rushes everyone below, out of sight. Once below deck, she shows a hidden smuggler's hold. Then a bit of trading is done. One of the pallet court's masterwork weapons 
crafted by a Dwarven Master Smith 400 years ago, is traded for her Black Pearl. Before returning topside, Priya turns to offer a last bit of advice. Sugar, I shall not pry into your business, but do have a care with those blades. Y'all can be sure that mark, that dwarven mark on the fort, that's of good Smith Bohilda Snowheart, so take your sweet time to find the right dealer and sell them for a good sum, but be smart and do leave out any mention of the pallid court. Life is a mite purtier when one avoids ruffling their feathers. With those words, Priya leaves you to your peace, and so you take the time to begin identifying much of what you carry. What will you do next? Let's find out. So are we uh, mute, uh, muting the uh, the ship yet? Are we saving the co- yeah. cobalts? We, uh, well, we're, <laughs> we're in the ship right now. I think we were just crammed into like the smallest possible area, weren't we? Yeah, I'm pretty you, sure. Yeah, you are... Uh, I'll reshare the map. I'm, I'm already on it. Yeah, I see both of you guys are. Yeah. Oh, and I got that dude on there. My sample actions, dude. So you guys are in the um, under deck, below deck, main deck, and Clicker is uh, just got her head sticking up out of the smuggler's uh, hold through a trap, a hidden trap door. But before we go too far, um. Okay, I found out something, and I have to retcon something quite big with what I recently learned from the 5e version of Southlands versus the Pathfinder version. In the 5e version, uh, lycanthropy is rare. Uh, As rare and as dangerous as you would normally think. Whereas in Pathfinder, it wasn't. Mm. In 5e Southlands, you have catfolk, ratfolk, minotaurs, and subek. And I said Subek were were crocodiles. That's not true. Uh, Subek are they're they're all their own race, and they're not shape changers, except for the Nikosi, who probably are one of the only exceptions. But they no longer suffer from the curse of lycanthropy. So I had said the Legion of Wajet, the mili- the the military, the part of the military of Perastet. I said that they had uh, were crocodiles, and that, that was wrong. They have Subek. So the difference is Subek, they, they're crocodile humanoids, but they don't have tails, whereas were crocodiles do. So they're not common. And even though I said things like Jessica, you know that she, as far as you know, she's a were tiger. Chiritso is a were-rat. You guys have known that. You've heard that High Priestess Nefrini is a were-panther. Even though you've heard those things, and that they all stand, lycanthropy is still quite rare. So that's one thing I wanted to retcon based on what I've been reading lately. So, it's after doing all of your identifying and whatnot, and as you're sitting there and you took a short rest, uh, and I don't know if I did give you guys a short rest, but I'll do it again, just in case. It's probably now. Uh, it's not. It's not probably. It's. Oh, Clicker's light source went out. She was. She had on a. Her lantern 
Not anymore. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I guess you're right. With But she would have relit it because you guys weren't actually resting. You were just chatting and while well, you were um, figuring out what all of those equipments. Do you have any equi uh, questions about the equipments that you identified? Do you remember? It's been a while, so I'm trying to look into yeah, it. Yeah, it has been. So you had identified that... Of course, you identified all of the masterworks as belonging to... Well, they didn't need to be identified. You you knew that they were masterworks. Uh, you identified identified the scorpion armor, which had used to be plate, but had for some reason shifted to leather, studded leather. You identified a uh, whip. Where is the whip? I think it's in Clicker's inventory. Yeah. Hedonic motivator. Hedonic motivator, right. So this was the one that, um, while holding the whip, you can use a bonus action to expend one of its charges to lash, it, lash out with it against a friendly creature within 10 feet of you. That creature gains one of the following benefits. Uh, 2d4 plus 4 temporary hit points, which lasts for a minute. Uh, or the creature can add 1d4 plus 2 to one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw uh, it makes before the start of your turn. And of course, they still take 1d4 slashing damage from the whip. Sexy. So that's the I mean, it doesn't say that. It just says you use your bonus action to do those things. Uh, it's it's automatic damage when you, when you whip them, right? So you've got to whip them. And you do 1d4 slashing. If you hit them, of course. So okay. you, you could miss them. <laughs> I mean, it's a bonus action, I thought. Like, normally that would be an attack issue. Anyway, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, I mean, right, that right. would be 1d4 plus your... action, so it doesn't say you have to use an attack. Yeah. It's like normally it's if that, that was says... the case, it'd be 1d4 plus like, yeah. your dexterity well, I get modifier. It, but it said, it said it, of its charges to lash out with it so i just assumed that could mean or should mean lashing it's it's one of the exciting kinds of lashing <sighs> still it's one of those ones that i thought was had an interesting thing and in my mind i was thinking yeah you smack them take away I mean, some damage that's, give, that's give up, some temporary that that's up yeah. to you you can say that so, that's fine it's definitely funnier that way I, I like that one because, well, did I even show you what it looks like? This is what it looks like. I don't recall. There you go. To me, you gotta slap someone with that little little barbed edge there. Um, it, it just it just is like one of those. Um, well, there's a, in Cobalt Press there was a, a book that they released that had a bunch of these magic items that were odd that had well even the black file where you have to fill it with blood and then it becomes a greater potion of healing. It's, I think it's just amusing. Okay. So yeah, well, I, mean, I like fine. the idea. 1d4 slashing damage, but then they, they, you can give out one of those two choices. So that was the hedonic motivator. Um, there was a clockwork rogue ring. Uh, there was a scroll of invisibility. Um, I think you had two scrolls that you also identified. I got a scroll of Tiny Hut and scroll of Sand Breathing. Right. And I'm pretty sure that was it. 
Oh, I mean, there's the masterwork weapons. There's the ring of non-detection. Ah, uh, yes, the rings of non-detection. Right. Uh, where are those? Ring, 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 ring. They're key. they're in Clicker's inventory as well. Are they called a ring of non-detection? They are. Yes, they're in the bag of holding. Good thing to have when everyone's Why trying to find not seeing the rest. Oh, right, under pallid court treasure. Uh, while attuned and wearing this ring, you are hidden from divination magic. You can't be targeted by such magic or perceived through magical scrying sensors. You can use an action to cause the ring to become invisible until you use another action to make it visible. I love the last paragraph. Hmm. Are, are you going to uh, pre-cache these die, rings with uh, souls from other people? Until you use another action to make it visible, until you remove the ring, or until you die. If you die while wearing the ring, your soul enters it, unless it already houses a soul. You can remain in the ring or depart for the afterlife. As long as your soul is in the ring, you can telepathically communicate with any creature wearing it. A wearer can't prevent this telepathic communication. One guy going, this is the song. There's two of those. There is. So, what are you guys going to do? I would like to, and, and Clicker will be fine with this, obviously, attune to one of the rings. The non-detection ring. That will help with the whole Jessica thing hunting you down, probably. Yeah. I'd assume Clicker would attune to the other ring because of the same thing, but... Okay. So just, you can pass one into your inventory because it seemed, seemed like a logical thing. And I'll attempt to tune to it. So it's probably getting close to 1130. It's about 28 degrees centigrade outside. Um, as you are... And you, you, as you're relaxing in the Just Pazuzu, you're taking time to rest and identify those things. Uh, after Pri First Mate Priya had left you alone in the prow of the hold, kind of hidden from view behind that furnace there with its oh, actually, smokestacks. Actually, before we go any further, I thought the armor was going to Erica. She was going to try and work out how to turn it back into plate as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can pass it off to her I then if you want. Certainly, if, if, if it works. Oh, it's been identified. It's now on the party sheet, by the way. There you go. So you can just pull that and drop it into your inventory, Erica. Know how to do that? Yeah, I'm just reading it for now. Okay. So as you're sitting there, Thorn, you catch sight of a small figure approaching, and the sight of the person catches you off guard. The person is wearing black, form-fitting clothes that hug her curves. Covering her head is a large white cloth. It is clear and obvious that this small female is sneaking up with great exaggeration, up on her tippy-toes. But she's sneaking in the open, clearly visible. Every so often she stops, and beneath the white cloth you can see that she's looking this way and that. Whenever there's a lull in your conversation, she stops, only moving again when when you start, when you all start talking again. Do you have a picture of her or can you describe her? 
So she stands roughly just over three feet in height. Uh, also looks uh, lithe and does not look squat. And the black clothing that she wears, it looks a lot uh, similar in cut as the clothing that Clicker wears, but hers is uh, form-fitting. Otherwise, so, you can't see her face because there's this white cloth over her head. So she's not a Kenku then? No. There's only, so, um, there's only Thorn see, see her? Because it seems you can see, pretty obvious. What's that? <laughs> there's only Thorn see her? Because it seems like she's doing a pretty obvious job of... Thorn catches sight of her open. first. Alright, so she's so three feet tall, so mo most likely either a halfling or a, um, a gnome. I'm guessing. Would that um, be a valid assumption? That would be a, a decent assumption, sure. Um, and but one thing I can tell is it's a female because of the the form-fitting outfit. Her figure, yes. Okay. So I nudge, I nudge, um, Cal, because apparently I'm sitting next to him at the moment, and I go, uh, uh, "Do you, uh, do you see that?" Uh, a person, a lady, uh, approach it. He doesn't pull out his sword, but he puts his hand on his on on the hilt and takes a peer over. Yeah, pretty again. It's like out in the open, so it's relatively obvious, right? Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's rather odd. As you're talking, she stops dead, and she said, "You can see me, damn, or I'll be the daughter of an utterless cow." You can see invisible. Good magics. Um, you're not invisible. Yes, I am. Mm. And and how do you uh, know you're invisible? She pulls off the white uh, cloth over her head, and she's like, "And now you can see me proper, right? My magic cloth makes me invisible." Hi, I'm Nisa. When you put it on, when you put the cloth on, can you see yourself? She puts the cloth back on. Of course, it's my magics. It's pretty good. Yeah, but, but, but when you're invisible, you can't even see yourself. What are you talking hey. about? Sure I can. That's the way my magic works. If I you were can to see invisible, put, If I were to put on this cloth, would I become invisible? It's no magic. No way! You're not gnome. I see. Well, I have to say, um, it may be backfiring at the moment. She kind of looks around you a bit because she's standing, you know, in front of, like, she's standing here. Uh, I could, I think I've got, I might as well just drop a picture or her thing on the map. Where is she? That's her. Poof. I can't see anyone on the map. I need to, need to change. I can only see the normal people. Well, come on now. If you can call any of us that. Here we go. <laughs> um, Get rid of that. So she's standing uh, right about there. Uh, and, okay. and she looks, peers past you. 
and at, looking clearly uh, at Clicker, who's got her head still sticking out of the trap door. And she said, Hey, Hujin, are you an idiot? No fire in a wooden boat. Put that out. Ah, you stay away. Fire. Fire, fire. She starts clearing her throat, and then she's she, she as she clears her throat, she's like, <coughs> "Just, just a minute, just a minute." scurvy motherless dogs! <coughs> hurry, hurry! The guild inspectors are coming. Put on your lights and get below, quick, quick, quick! I'll give you a water blessing. Are we not below? I thought we were below. Oh, there's a further below. Yeah, she points down it, at the trap the, door where Clicker's at. It, it's the trap door. I, I think we need to uh, descend. Are you coming with us, uh, Nissa? No, can't do that. Can't do that. Need to be here for inspection. Gotta go topside. I see. Well, let's all head below. How you going yeah. with that uh, armor, Erica? It's, uh, I, I'm gonna need a, a half an hour to bond with it. Maybe I can make it do what I want. I'll see. Your hair is so short for a girl. Come on, hurry, hurry. That's how she... old she is. Didn't your mother Probably. ever tell you it's impolite to ask a lady her age? Huh. I just mean it's probably been a long time since you've had a haircut, Erica. Oh, her, yeah. Even so, still the same. Are we all heading downstairs? <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. So as you um, enter below into the the hold below, uh, she starts. She closes the trap door, and you can hear that the crate that uh, Priya had pulled aside to reveal the trap door being pushed over. And you hear her say quietly to you once, uh, as you guys are all below in the dark. Please, not a whisper, not a peep, not a squeak. We'll come get you when the coast is clear. And then you can hear her uh, skipping back the way she had come. And effectively, you guys are now there. Is that being smuggled in the smuggler's like in Star Wars? Very true. Mm -hmm. You are truly in the belly of the beast. In the darkness, you can feel. Mm. How big an area do we have at the moment? I will let you know. Uh, so, in the darkness, you can feel the weight of the ship above you. Is it harder to breathe, or is it just your imagination? This part of the ship boat is certainly colder, but it is dry. Every five feet is a solid curved timber that make that clearly makes up the ribs or the frame of just Pazuzu. Near the trapdoor is a lever which is connected to some gears and a chain. The ceiling between the ceiling and the ribs where you're at is only three feet of space. Ah, uh, okay, so it's pretty tight. Mm. Just before, like, just as we, we get in here, do we want to, like, become invisible for the next hour or so? I could turn myself and Erica, maybe Thorne, you could turn yourself and 
Like, uh, just in case, like, take a look. Uh, I mean, let, let's keep our voice down, but uh, maybe if we uh, hear the um, crate being slid over and there's frantic I mean, conversation, we can do it then. Ma magic usually involves some kind of verbal component, so... Yeah, but you can keep the voice down, can't, can't you? I mean... Some degree? I think it's probably a waste of spell slots if um, if we do it now. So, from within the smuggler's hold, you can hear the sounds of clomping boots on the ship timbers a couple of decks above. Voices can be heard, but through the deck planking, everything is muscle, muffled. And you can hear the sound of motion as the sound of ten or so boots move along the deck planks. As the boats move, the voices get softer and it's harder to make out what they say. I had to do that. Uh, I was going to say. <laughs> uh, yeah. that, was, that, 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 was a, that was a callback there. Childhood for me. Where's Charlie Brown? Yeah. 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 It does uh, still sound like that to me. Can you believe that it was that sound that made me think of the whole smuggler's hold? Oh, <laughs> oh dear. So you hear the, the, the sounds of boots moving about. The... Uh, yeah. You sent me something. Uh, okay, right. So you, with this, the the motion, you can hear them moving about on the on the on the decks above, and you can hear uh, the sound of the boots getting off into the distance. You do anything? We set fire to the ship. Okay. Stay incredible. If you stay still, then you're invisible. That's what I. That's what this girl taught me. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, wear something over your head. Remember. <laughs> Definitely, I put um, part of my clothes over my head. Something I, I put something over my head. Whatever mm. I have in my bag. Oh, oh my god! Not your underwear. Where'd a cow go? <laughs> so, for you, Thorn, um, you think you can make out some differences in the tones of the voices? You you feel that this that haughty sound. That's got to be Captain Jorma, the female voice that you can hear, the tone of a female voice that's probably first mate Priya. That really matter-of-fact voice, surely that, that's got to be one of the guardsmen's or the, some kind of a titled officer who's aboard. And if you give me an, a perception check, maybe you might know more. I can do that. No, that's that's as much as you can tell. As the as the sound of the boots get further off, drowning out your ability to hear any more anything more distinct. Uh, keep it down, Cal. I'm trying to hear what they're saying. Just breathing. Stop, stop breathing. 
So you wait, and it doesn't take actually uh, long at all. And there seems to be, um, the tones seem to rise a bit as there seems to be a little bit of excitement or something that you're hearing. But still, you're from where you are, you, you can't quite make out any words. Uh, then all of a sudden, uh, the sound of the clomping boots uh, recedes. And very quickly then you hear a voice that does echo through the wood, which says, Armsmen, shove off! We're done here! And then followed off, follows, quickly after that you hear the sound of heavy ropes being pulled, and that tingly feeling as of electricity in the air that leaves a, t you know, there's that, sometimes there's that, that taste that you have, like there's a, a taste on your tongue that like, Ah, uh, it's just a feeling you have that something is electrical about. So you have that 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 sensation, and then of a sudden you hear the first slap as the paddle wheels begin to rotate and causing the boat to move. So, between the soft sounds of lapping water against the hull, the gentle slap of the paddle wheel as it rotates and pulls the Pazuzu through the water the patterned repetitive sounds give me give me constitution saving throws people oh, it's been worse. five for me and clicker oh not bad 18 six for clicker why oh, why yeah. she rather clicker is super exhausted clicker's exhausted that is like only, super only one level would be ability check. Oh, hang on, That's that was a say I uh, did ability check. Hang on. Yeah. Say that again. Yeah. Well, why did you do a check, Thorn? You did a check too. I know, but it wouldn't matter for me. Okay. Because A, I'm not exhausted. B, it's the same modifier. Did everybody get plus four because everybody's uh, within 10 feet of me? We would uh -huh. have that, yes. And on the map, you guys are. So does it show up inside your guys's? No, not at the moment. Nope. Well, that's weird. Huh. Actually, maybe it would be one, got one less with for me. Latest revision or something. It'd be one less for me. It'd be a four instead of a five because I don't have. Um, oh yeah, your bardic ability. I don't have jack of all trades on a saving throw. <coughs> I'm just a so total of eight for me. A little bit mystified why her aura stopped working. Something or other. Oh, I wonder. Wait, I have an idea. Just let me check. While you do that, I'm going to use the best. Well, that's better. Yeah, it okay, wasn't, I, it wasn't I, on her at the time. Yeah, that needs to be on her, her in order for your it to work for you guys. All right, well, he's off to the bathroom then. So if anybody else wants to take their 30 minutes in bio break, <laughs> go go bananas. Are, are we having a, a bio break? Yeah, Cal needed to. Okay. Oh, good. So feel free. And... While he's away, Daria, if you had any thoughts on that, what I sent you, then you can also send me 
at the end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had some thoughts. I thought I would have more thoughts, but I didn't. You <laughs> 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 see, every, every time you ask me to do something or to think of something, I immediately have an answer. And then I think, okay, I have uh, two weeks. Maybe I will think of something better. And I never do. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way of it, isn't it? My bad. No worries. I was just saying, too, if, if you had any thoughts about what I sent you, then DM me. Oh, it's yeah. Like, okay. I don't know what's in... It's in reference to, like, a dream, though, right? I'm not saying more than other one I've already okay. said. Okay. Uh, so, as you guys are laying there, even with the addition of her aura, uh, Thorn the the white noise you hear from just those sounds i mentioned it just starts to cause you to drift off to sleep a peaceful relaxing sleep not where your worries just seem to melt away what are you guys going to do as your one of your companions i mean let me see here thorn feels it cal yeah, you're you're fine erica's fine clicker's fine all of you rolled really high you hear the one snoring. I mean, in this little area. I mean, the, the left, the people left, right? Have they not? Have they not? Did they not say shove off and blah blah blah? Is that not what Thorn told us earlier before he got all sleepy? I mean, to be honest, that's why it's not me. I'm pretty tired. Oh, we we should, we should, we should have a watch, watch. It's not too bad there, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm not sure yeah, Clicker would ever yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just mean compared to the first Clicker I ever heard of Joe do, and this one, it's improved dramatically. Mm -hmm. it, it's just punishment for him missing the session. Oh, yeah. That, that's it, all I'm going to say. Take that, make that into an MP3 and send it to him. <laughs> all the times. Oh, those, those are amusing little audio clips. So uh, you guys are aware, too, that your exhaustion is coming from the fact that uh, although Erica had been caught in some form of stasis for quite some time, uh, none of you have really slept at all for a significant number of amount of hours. That, that's what I was saying, that I'm surprised I'm not the one that's passed out. I mean, didn't he sleep well the other night? That's... Me? No, I did. Thorn did not. That Thorn got the full rest, didn't he? No, no. I uh, I say I rolled a high enough Constitution check to avoid exhaustion, but I didn't get a full rest. That's oh. right. And his DC was lower than your guys's because he was passed out for quite a few hours from being drugged, and um, then he attempted to sleep in his tiny hut before you and Clickers arguing woke him up sorry just to clarify so we heard the inspection left that's correct but they told us the they will they will let us know when it's safe to come out but nobody came for us so we correct. what we, we were just sitting for a long time and passed out fell asleep well thorn passed out and fell asleep um 
you heard the paddles, you heard the ropes being uh, removed from the, the ropes that tied you to the wharf. You heard them being drawn in and then you, you felt the paddle wheels or heard the paddle wheels and you can hear them now as they keep slapping the water as, as the ship moves through the water. I'd give it another hour. Just make sure that they're far enough away that no maritime police boats or whatever, guard boats or whatever, I will um, question them, I suppose. Okay. So as the hour progresses, as you wait, um, <clears throat> it's hard. It's really hard to tell distance at all uh, down below. You don't know exactly how fast the ship is. Unless you guys have some way of knowing that, let me know. I'm happy to give you an idea. But um, your hour passes and no one has come to get you yet. So, sleepy time or story time? I could definitely sleep. But I could also become invisible and check out, or I could make Clicker invisible and check out the general area above. I know you love snooping about. Ah, there's a crate there! to advise against this idea because maybe the inspection I don't know no inspection probably passed but uh, I don't know I have a bad feeling about this I feel Let like dangerous somebody's going to see these are slavers and there's a small to good chance that they are just see, going to take us and slave us or they think they are well, they can certainly try. I <laughs> cannot wait. I wouldn't... I don't know. I'm, I'm scared for Clicker. I feel like if she goes out there with an enchantment making her invisible, somebody's gonna bump into her or some border patrol is gonna detect illegal magic or some shit like that. She's very I good at being quiet already. Not like mm -hmm. when she talks or when she talks at people or when she tries to communicate with people, but but when she wants to be quiet, right? Clicker, I mean, up to you. I mean, I I I I'm very happy with just curling up next to Thorn, cuddling a bit and passing the hell out right now. You know, but, uh, let's uh, let's sit for half an hour and I'll try to get this armor on properly. As as you mentioned that, Cal. Um, Thorn rolls over, snuggles up to you, and wraps an arm around you. Sort of nuzzles into your neck. Yeah, I mean he's he's fine. Uh, he'll uh, he'll take the the human contact, or the tiefling contact. Uh, well, we have been waiting for an hour already, so you could have attuned by this point already, if you wanted to. Yeah, you um, you could readily have attuned. Well, Thorn fell asleep, but Clicker could have attuned to the ring for sure. What? I'm not attuned to my ring? You passed How out. How dare you? Yeah, I'm still attuning while I'm asleep. 
Oh, is that is that how it works? A tune while you sleep? I wasn't aware. No, I'm just making shit up. No. Yeah, he actually developed this this whole like he speaks into a, a, a sending stone and replays into his ear for him to just attune to things. <laughs> a tune. A tune. Hable espanol. Wait, what was that one? <laughs> That's a good question. It, uh, it might be even the same word. Sending stone. Play play relaxing sounds. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh if there is an artificer in this game sure my name is sam um okay so clicker would attune to the ring and as you are attempting erica as that hour passes as you continue to move and you the white noise around you and, and you hear the gentle sawing of of um Thorn while he's sleeping. A couple of things happen. Um, Thorn seems to be struggling a bit as he sleeps. And as Thorn sleeps there, kind of cuddling against Cal, uh, you see that the stubs of, of Thorn's horns, where they started growing <clears throat> because he hasn't had time to, in all of the chaos hasn't had time to file them down again so they've been starting to grow but you notice that a, a point of light seems to be just at the tip of his uh one of his uh, both of his horns and you notice that while you are sitting there trying to attune and you get this feeling give me an arcana check Oh, wow. 17. Look at that. 17. You f are feeling... You are feeling that the armor is actively resisting you attuning to it. And with that feeling, you can almost see or feel um, tethers of magic that seem at least one. And you following that kind of with your fingers a little bit, although you don't actually feel something in terms of something physical but there seems to be something there like on the like looking from the corner of your eye it's there but not there and your hand seems to be caressing something and it seems to connect it to thorn and thorn as you're sleeping there cuddling with him hmm, so i'm debating whether or not i take you to a private channel Okay, that point of light begins to get brighter and brighter and brighter uh, up until the point that uh, you guys notice uh, Cal and Erica and, and Clicker that all, you, you clearly know this Caucasian tiefling with his stubs for horns. You've never seen what they look like when they're full grown. And hard to say whether or not even you've ever seen them uh, and as if full grown but that radiant light seems to grow and grow and it shines silvery and it bends and it turns and his you see his basically uh, let me turn the drawing thing on and I'll share this it looks like that one that's what his thorns his horns look like of a sudden 
the shiny uh, one out of radiant light. Okay. I uh, mean, he's like a regular tiefling, but he's a little rarer, shiny tiefling. Sorry. I'm not going to say, but, but what I will do is I'll drag Tua into a private channel now. Hee hee hee. You grimace and close your eyes as you feel an intense, your, your eyes are already closed. You feel an intense stinging pain in the center of each of your horns. In the next moment, oddly though, that, that feeling of pain shifts to a sense of calm. You're not aware what is happening to, it's just uh, with your, your horns and that this radiant light has come out. Um, but to everybody who's looking at you, that who was staring at you at that moment, that's what they saw was this silvery light that formed a halo for your horns. Something doesn't feel right, and you feel disconnected from your body as a powerful emotion begins to build with the beats of your heart. You can feel your teeth vibrate and the whites of your eyes alight with energy. This feeling that floods the core of your being is complete euphoria and pleasure culminating in a gasp that bursts from your lips as you sleep. You hunch... You... Hmm. You move from spooning Cal to more of a hunched position, more, more fetalish than, than spooning, and your body quivers a little bit. A dim light begins to shine from somewhere. And when that gasp escapes your lips in your real body, within you feel that you are standing. And as you stand, breathing heavily with this, this feeling of euphoria or ecstasy flooding through you, you're aware that you're standing in a bedroom. In the room, it feels familiar to you, but your attention is caught by a pair of glowing red eyes that are staring at you, or maybe not at you, maybe through you. A moan from behind you catches your attention and you whip around preparing for... Oh shit. What the fuck? Your parents! You cover your eyes and call out in dismay. Your shouts go unheard. Good lord. This is not the place to be and you cover your head, wishing and concentrating on being anywhere else. It is quiet. And, the per and from your peripheral vision, you catch motion from the corner of the room where you had seen the glowing red eyes. It's a creature, a fiend, a grotesque mix between a fat humanoid and a scorpion. The tiny creature skitters across the floor to your parents' to your parents' bed, and climbs atop there and climbs atop the bed. It stands just at your mother's belly and holds forth some artifact, which begins to burn with necrotic light as it holds the artifact before your mother's belly, and then the vision disappears and your breathing calms and you sleep again with no more dreams any okay. questions i mean i i don't know what i could say <laughs> but, i'll send um, you i'll send you the text but I've, I've i've modified it a bit based on what was happening here so that's right. more or less more or less what i said 
cool. So I haven't seen these the, the, the creature before. No. But and where did the creature go? It went to. It's it was standing at your bed. mother's belly, and yeah. it was holding this rod at 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 the belly. Give me a insight check or a wisdom check. Insight's good. Uh, it's a fourteen. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it doesn't take much to figure out that uh, this was the moment of your conception, and this is the moment. This is the reason why you're not human and a tiefling. I see. So, basically, some sort of d demonic uh, corruption, but not sure why. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're not aware that your shorn horns are now. Uh, they're shorn, but you're not aware that they've grown in radiant light at the moment while you were sleeping. Yeah, okay. Which is in contradiction, kind of in contradiction to what, what you witnessed there. I mean, why, why didn't you give me the RGB one? Because your horns, dude, your horns. I needed something about your <laughs> horns. Just looking at them all. I don't know where you got this picture from. It's quite interesting, though. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about what to do about your shorn horns, and I had anyway. It, it came. It came to me of a sudden, and I was looking. You know, Google. You Google food, and I found some cool stuff. All right. Cool. I'll take us back, unless there's something else that you would like to ask. Or th I would like to think it might be good to describe what they see while that's happening, because. Yeah, I, I will. do. I am reacting to a certain yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So an hour has passed for you guys when the, you see this happening, as you as you felt that you couldn't attune to the the studded leather, and you've seen those points turn into that radiant silvery light that sh clearly had the shape of horns, and as he was sitting there spooning uh, against Cal. Uh, at one point, you heard him um, gasp and his body quivers. And then he seems to turn more from a spooning shape to kind of a bit of a um, uh, a fetalish type position uh, for a moment against Cal. And then that, that, that gasp doesn't seem like a gasp of, well, it seems... Uh, you guys are old enough. You would know that the gas sounded more of pleasure than of pain. Uh, and then he went into the fetal position for a, a short moment, and then he went back into the spooning position for a bit. And the 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 radiant light that shapes his horns lasts for probably about 30 uh, 30ish seconds, and then it disappears, and his breathing gets regular, and just the slow ins and outs of sleep is there any attempt like ability to understand what might be happening other than i guess i'm a really really good cuddler <laughs> um give me an give me an insight check insight, also okay. while you're at it can you roll a cuddle check um <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot. I'm exhausted, so none of this is gonna go well. Um, 
I mean, cuddle you check, you'll roll with advantage, right? Yeah, Because you are exhausted. Mm, mm, mm. That, that, does, that does go. That Just does roll 2d20. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think cuddle's got to be just charisma-based. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. Why? I mean, it couldn't be anything but charisma. Yeah. Right? There we go. <laughs> you are just completely caught off guard by his antics sitting there um, as he lays beside you and seeing that happen there. And as you're, you're, you're bent down looking at uh, Thorne's figure, Erica, you do notice that just for the smallest moment, you also see kind of a reddish glow around uh, Cal's head that was just for a moment. It, maybe it was a trick of the eye. Okay, Cal, is Cal, uh-huh, is Thorne the only one asleep properly? Yep. You, okay. Cal, and Clicker are still uh, awake, although you guys I'm are all really quite tired. Gonna, I'm not sure how it works, give me just one second. Okay, it's not a spell. It's a spell one. Okay, anyway, what I want to do is use Divine Sense. And I don't know if it comes with the uh, verbal somatic component, but if it does, I would like to hide it. I think it's just a paladin ability. I don't think there's any... It's an, ab it's an ability, it says. Yeah. yeah. So you I just, can just, just focus my senses. Yeah. And what exactly does it do again? Uh, until the end of my next term, I know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. And I know the type, celestial fiend or undead. Celestial fiend or undead. Well, no, you would... Uh, Sitting there, focusing and concentrating, uh, you sense none of those. Any, I will also sense within the same radius uh, any uh, objects or places that have been desecrated or consecrated. Okay. Just, just in case, anything like that. <laughs> To, to to godly okay Hold can on a I let me mm -hmm. let me check something no no you would not have any sense of anything like that either so I don't know shit what's going on uh, from your divine sense like reaching out with your divine sense uh, just tick off one of those usages but no you do not sense anything like that can I make a religion check just, I'm just checking here so the presence of strong evil registers on your senses like a noxious and a powerful good rings like having music as an action you can open your awareness to detect such forces you know the location okay so Although you don't know the location of any celestial fiend or, or, or celestial fiend or undead, I mean, the presence of 
you have the smell of both noxious odor and the same as um, that heavenly music at the same time but tiny very tiny not big uh, and it's just it's coming from uh, Thorn as he sleeps and it disappears as the as the radiant uh, horns disappear interesting very interesting so are you guys going to take a rest then? A curious question. Mm -hmm. If I use divine sense, would I sense m myself? Like no, I assume I, I would like always have this baseline of a little faint divine yeah. something. Sure, that makes sense. That That I just normally ignore because it's always there, so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's and it'd be your baseline. Yeah, sounds logical. Okay, Trying so that logic, what, what logic I said is like not much <laughs> different, maybe even less in intensity. So uh, definitely a blending of the two. So certainly not yeah, as intense not pure, on the celestial side, but, uh, mm -hmm. but just as well not as equally um, fiendish on the fiendish side. Got it. Thanks. It's a good. It's a good point. You good then, uh, Mike? Rebooted. You're on mute. My hands are full of orange juice now. As I just. Sorry about that. Uh, my computer was dying. Um, it it had a. It was not charging, and I had to figure out i didn't figure out why but restarting it seems to have fixed the problem using a laptop yeah oh, yeah i'm back by the way my I had a laptop did the exact same thing it's a lenovo uh this is just a dell because because i'm basic well we we use it. lenovo's at work and um some uh, one of the guys was saying that he's his doesn't wasn't charging even though it was connected to power yeah and it was to do with, with um, yeah it was to do with uh, an update uh that it received like a software update i think mm. i don't know if it's that i just needed to change the plug or if i needed to restart but it seems to be fine now i need to change the oil um uh, i i, yeah. I, I yeah. that's my problem i haven't even put oil in my computer Jeez, you see wow. yeah there you go shame yeah, I had to do the same thing. Mine, uh, for some reason, even though my outlet's fine, I switched outlets and then it worked. Don't know. Odd. Are you sure you're watering the ram sticks? <laughs> yeah. It's got to be salt water. Bad. I'm, I'm really, I'm so bad at these computer things. So time continues to progress as you guys sit there. Thorn's still in a deep slumber. What are you guys doing? Are you going to make a watch or? Uh, it's been over an hour. Uh, you feel you're, you're fairly confident that uh, it would have took less than an hour to get through the, the gate uh, and leave the harbor. 
I have a theory. Let me check it. I go and try to, very quietly, just try to open the hatch. I just want to see if it's locked or not. Mm -hmm. So, when you go and push your hand against the hatch, um, you do recall that when you arrived, First Mate Priya pulled a crate off of the trapdoor and, and then revealed the trapdoor and then opened it. And you did, after you guys entered and the door closed, the trap door was closed, you did hear uh, Nisa, who is considerably smaller than Priya, push the crate back over. And the crate was large. And it didn't seem that, on listening, it didn't seem like she was struggling to push it. So, when you go up there and you put your hand at the top of that trap door, and push it a bit, you notice that the lever behind, right beside the trapdoor wiggles a bit. Each time you push, the lever seems to wiggle as you push against the door. But otherwise you can't, you can't just, with mm -hmm. your, your muscles and you pushing, it doesn't seem to want to budge. And you do notice that the gears and the chains, they all seem to be connected with the trapdoor and, and the lever. Clicker, okay. Clicker walks up to examine um, this, see if she can find... Um... Give me an investigation check. Okay. I mean, it looks like the lever should move the crate, but uh, I want to. I would like her to check maybe if it's a trap, just in case. I was going to say she can do it at, at advantage, but with a 17, <clears throat> uh, that's fine. She... Looking at the mechanisms there, she's able to work out that the lever uh, would il indeed uh, cause the trapdoor to be opened. And she thinks that uh, the way that the chains are running along the, f the, the, your, the ceiling, that uh, by pulling that lever, it will also move the crate. She, she says as much to Erica in short, sharp bursts. Wouldn't she just pull the lever? <laughs> yeah, but she probably would do that, actually. Yeah. She Once she pulls the lever, it's not complicated to pull the lever. It's well-oiled. And uh, the crate uh, smoothly and the trapdoor smoothly opens with barely a, a hint of a noise. I'm going to... Well, since it's open, I'll pull just my head out and see if I hear or see anything. Looking uh, with your head poking up and looking about the room, of course, the furnace kind of blocks your vision, but you don't hear nor see anything with your dark vision. Can I hear like people above walking or doing something? Um, yeah, everyone's... Give me a perception check. Even thought? Yeah, I'm just trying to see if it sounds like normal, modern, uh, normal everyday work, or if there is a commotion, or if it's unusually silent. What am I rolling perception? There it mm -hmm. is. Look at you not being exhausted. A whole 12. Yeah. Feel the best. It's not complicated to you hear um 
you don't hear a lot of shouting or anything like that. Uh, you do hear the occasional uh, boots walking across uh, decks above. Uh, certainly not in the the hold where you are. Uh, it's quiet. But yeah, you hear it. Nothing seems rushed. Nothing seems out of the ordinary. Okay, I'll close the hatch and go back down. Okay, so there are two options. Most likely is that they just forgot to tell us. Because they don't give a shit. Uh, less likely is that they do want to try uh, to keep us as captives or slaves or whatever. But then I think they would have put a little bit not even more effort. They would put at least some effort into locking us in here. And they didn't. So I would actually suggest the following. Barricade the trapdoor if we can master it. And take a good fucking rest because you guys look like shit. No offense. And uh, after we sleep for 8 hours or so we can go up and, I don't know, demand drinks and girls or whatever you guys want. Drinks and... what? Okay, drinks and boys. I mean, uh, drinks and fruit. I don't know what you're into. We should take a watch because I don't know what just happened to Thorn, but he seems to have liked it, I think. But but shiny shiny forehead is does he have a actual horns now, or are they all gone? The the silvery radiant light disappeared. But th does he have horns? To, like, did they no. grow horns onto him? Okay. You uh, you got the impression that the radiant light shaped in the shape his horns would take on, but they are just stubs once more. With just a, a, a bit of growth. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not taking first watch, and he just okay, falls into whatever Thorin was holding him before and just kind of passes out. Okay. I'll take the first watch. All right. Okay. Click it. Click it. Looks at uh, Eric. Guys, I'll I'll take last watch. Ah! Okay. Okay. That kind of is fitting, I think. All right. Um, so you guys, um, of a sort, barricade up the trapdoor so, um, or clicker disables the gears so that it can't readily be opened, and you. Uh, let's put your watch order here on the order page of the party sheet. Uh, so, Erica, you said you're first? Uh, yeah. Cal said you're going to be last. And Click, I clicked said clicker last. Will be clicker last. Clicker said yes. she's going to be last. And uh, I will wake up Thorn after my watch because I want to okay. have a couple of words. Yeah, we're, she's going to have some words with him. Okay. Uh, if he can miss. so the rocking the the noise when you when the two of you uh cal and clicker decide to you're going to take a rest it takes no time at all and 
very quickly the exhaustion just takes over and you fall into uh, sleeps uh, readily and easily and uh, after a couple of hours Erica um, you decide to wake up Thorn I spend um, so the armor I will fold if one can fold armor I will put it nicely in a organized like a bundle and put it next to Thorn and I spent my watch polishing my sword which by the way is called the furnace yeah I've seen that the furnace cool and then I'll w- wake up Thorn when the time has come okay the time is, the time has come hey hey Thorn oh. hey oh, oh. Get, get H- hello Erica uh, oh, okay how are you feeling? Um, kind of refreshed. Uh, what's going on? I kind of uh, apologies. I didn't mean to fall asleep on you all. No, no, it's fine. We're we're taking a long rest. It's just it's it's your turn to take a watch, and then a couple hours or so you can wake Carl. I just ah. do need to note that when Thorn does wake up, he's the big spoon in the little big spoon little spoon scenario with Cal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how long is your hair? Uh, Cal's pretty short. Uh, it's actually wait. It should, it should originally would have been pretty short, but he spent a couple of months in uh, 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 you call More than it? a couple. Yeah, well, quite so, a long yeah, time. It's... So it should be uh, pretty long at this point. It's it's long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So er- Erica, Fabio. you notice you notice um, Thorn uh, th- 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 something stuck on his tongue, and he pulls out. Is it blonde hair? Uh, it's it's uh, bleach bleach blonde basically. Bleach blonde. Pull, pulls out a large strand of bleach blonde hair at his mouth. Um, you guys I, I don't know. bleach blonde is really yellow. Bright bright white yellow almost yeah. Ah, okay yeah. good. I, I don't know where that came from. Anyway, you, you were saying, Erica. Yeah well I have uh, good news and interesting news. Uh, good news for you is that this armor doesn't fit me, and I think it really wants to fit you. Uh, at least it's worth a try. Uh, oh, okay. Well, that's a little odd, but uh, I'll uh, believe you. Yeah. I don't like this feeling. <laughs> you know, like a person you're interested to is obviously interested in somebody else, but this time it's fucking armor. Uh, anyway, I, I know it's like the uh, love triangle of uh, Kia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, I don't mean to pry, but um, I noticed a thing. Fuck, to be honest, I'm not sure where I go with it. I just want to tell you that. When you were asleep, your, I don't know if it was horns or nimb or both. Nimb is not a word in English. Halo it is called in English, right? Yes. This uh, nimbus as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, that was that was quite visible. Oh, come again? A nimbus? Halo. That, oh, 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 okay. That's... Ah, uh, I, 
I mean, I, I would have remembered something like that if it happened to me in the past, but uh, are you, are you, did anyone else see it? I... Cal almost definitely saw it. Uh, I see. Well, um... I mean, to, to tell you the truth, I had a, a very strange dream, I, I think. It had my parents in it, um, and some sort of strange uh, happen, happenstance was going on. But, um, yeah, I, I guess maybe it was related to that. It, it seemed like a very lucid dream, but they, but they didn't hear or see me. Hmm. I, I have a subtle feeling that, I mean, honestly, I, I maybe it's extremely selfish of me, but I thought it is just my destiny manifesting because I am supposed to go on the path of atonement, on the path of um, holy servitude, if you will. And uh, when I saw that you guys, both you and Carl, or I'm not even exactly sure if it's you and Carl, I just assume because of some light effects. But w what I'm trying to say is that this group has some celestial with a mix of fiendish um, energy, I guess, for the lack of a better term. There, there seems to be that kind of dichotomy, I agree. It's a, a weird coincidence. Very much so. I'll have you know, um, my fiendish nature was, uh, um, how should I say, uh, odd to um, me and my family. Did you knew your parents? I did, yes. Um, unfortunately, my uh, my mother died in childbirth, and uh, I don't think my father um, appreciated that. And uh, I was uh, not the uh, most. Uh, he was not the most loving of uh, people. Well, shit. Yeah. Sometimes when people tell stories like that, I'm glad I, I never met my uh, parents. So, you know, I, when I was a kid, I could come up with any kind of stories I wanted. Funnily enough, I often like to fantasize that they were pirates living a very exciting life. And one day they would come and take me on a boat on an adventure, some shit like that. <laughs> I mean, that's a, a great story to have. It's not real, though. I don't know who they are. Sure, sure. But, I mean, we could be pirates. We could take over this ship. Well, that's that's one of the options, certainly. But uh, after a long rest. So, I'll go to sleep. Um, okay. And you I'll wake up, Cal. Now... J just before uh, you go to bed, did um, w was I that close to Cal the whole time? Mesh, yeah. Uh, Why? I mean, that's just 
it's a bit awkward, but okay. You, you go to sleep, Erica. It was nice speaking to you. Don't, don't think too much about the things. And I'll go roll up in a ball and try to fall asleep. And I'm like hugging the furnace like a teddy bear or like a body pillow. <laughs> <laughs> the furnace isn't on the inside the smuggler's hold. It was just on the hold deck. Oh, uh, right. And you didn't actually see the furnace being uh, a light at all. It was cold when you were up there. Uh, in other words, dead, no fire. I, oh, wait, I mean, I know it's it's only on fire when I activate it, so... Oh, so. The shit, your sword, the furnace. Yes, 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 <laughs> right. I was confused too, because I thought you were talking about the sword as well. Yes, you're talking about the sword that you said is the furnace, and I was thinking about the furnace that's in the floor. Yeah, because you. earlier you confused me. So it was you were like, oh. the furnace is obstructing your view. I'm like, what the fuck? I can just move it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's covering up my eyes. Just move the sword. Oh. Uh, okay, okay. Well, she's uh, a hardcore lady. She's just hugging a great sword. <laughs> she's hugging her great sword. Cool. All right. Okay. So, are you doing anything while you're awake, uh, Thorn? Well, I'll attune to the the ring first. Okay. I'm assuming I can do that. Yeah, you can definitely attune to the ring. Uh, okay, and when you attune to the ring, right. You've got that in your inventory, don't you? I do, yes. And have you... Okay. Um... When you attune to the ring. It's just a ring. Is there a soul in it? Yeah, it's going to be a, a really annoying five-year-old kid that only sings. This is the song that never ends. Or, or it's like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there? I need to pee. I've needed to pee for 500 years. <laughs> I'm going to somehow I'm going to make you need to pee, even though you don't need to pee. Oh dear. Okay. So, um, as soon as you finish there, uh, sitting there focusing on the ring and attuning to it, uh, almost immediately you hear a voice in your head. And the voice is like, Hello? Hello? Is that you, Bohilde? Where are we? Um, can I talk to it via yep. telepathy? Yep. Uh, uh, who, who is this? You're not my wife. What, what's going on here? It's me. It's Travok. Buhilde, where are you? Um, Travok, is it? Yes, my name is uh, Thorn. Did you happen to ring? Uh, did you happen to wear a really fancy ring? Yes, our rings to protect us while we were in the pallet court. Bohildi and I, we both had them. Uh, I see. Well, I'd just like to uh, point out to you that you're currently dead and in the ring. It happened. She feared correct. I mean, building those sarcophaguses. We didn't get out in time. 
Damn it. It was a mistake. Who would have thought? Lady Alashra. All her fault. You said your name is Thorn. I'm Travick. Travick Snowheart. Bohilde is my wife. Well, greetings, Travick. I mean, you don't have to hang around in the ring. You can proceed. Um... Is there a chance you have my ring? Do you have my wife's ring? Uh, he... Uh, I believe so, yes. I would surely... If I'm here, she must be in hers. I, sh I would surely like a chance... At least to say goodbye. I mean, you can't, you can't do that directly. You have to, uh... Pass on your message to me and I can respond in kind. Uh, yes, of course. What, year what would is you it, like by the to way? say? I can be approximate year. He thinks for what? 400 years. In 400 years has passed. Lady Lashra's kept us 400 years. Well, I'd like to point out, you, you, you haven't been kept. You're in a ring. You can leave at any time. He, he doesn't respond at that point. Um, although you reach out with your mind, uh, you don't feel uh, a response like the presence that it's the, uh, answering at the moment. It seems to have gone silent for a second. All right. I shrug my shoulders. <laughs> okay. So you've attuned to it now. Yeah. So, uh, he doesn't want then, me to pass on a message. <laughs> Fair enough. Not at the moment. He doesn't answer. So you are now got non-detection on you, as does Clicker. Um, I'm going to examine the scorpion armor. Just examine it? For now, see what makes it tick. Like, I've already okay. identified it. So is there yep. is there anything else I can garner from it? Or is it identified pretty much done that? Um, do you remember what I, I, I did say before? If you use a higher level for identify, you could probably garner some more. Otherwise, you could you could attempt to attune to it as well. Ah, okay. All right, I'll use a third level slot since I have one spare. Okay. Uh, all right, so you cast that at level three. And uh, as you cast that in you, yeah, no, as you cast that, you instantly know that uh, the armor is cursed. And that if you had put it on, uh, it potentially might have killed you. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you, you, once you put it on, you wouldn't have been able to remove it unless you had an extremely powerful, powerful, uh, like level nine type spell to remove it. And uh, it, it, as soon as you put it on, you would have took uh, it would have t taken 10, 10 d ten plus forty five poison damage. Oh my god! What? Uh, and you also know 
on doing this that the armor uh when you cast this spell you also know that it used to belong to someone uh, a fiend named whitey and when you're casting this spell and you know this and i know about legend lore but this is different uh you also get the when you find when you hear the name whitey and you you uh, hear that name you also get the image of a creature that is small and fat and half fiend and half scorpion okay and instantly you recognize that would i know why it's it wants to attune to me by the way Like it was, it was. I, 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 I want to say, you know, the story of Venom, right? <laughs> it's not, it's <laughs> sure. Not it's not a symbiote. Um, when the name and the image that comes to it, uh, give me an insight check. Okay. That's a fifteen. Yeah, that's enough. Uh, you f figure that, uh, knowing what you know now, uh, that there is a connection between you and that creature, and that if this belonged to that creature, whatever this connection is, that it feels a this armor feels a connection with you as well. So even though it's cursed, as as you correctly identified, you're not sure what the consequences would be for you. Okay. All right. Um, that that's that'll be it for me. <laughs> I'm glad I did a high level identify. Uh, okay. So if your watch ends, then you wake up, Cal. Hey, Cal. Cal. Oh, no, no more roping. What? what? <laughs> oh, sorry. Um. Uh, I didn't my, know you were awake. My tail has a life of its own. I apologize. This <laughs> is fine. Anyway, it's your, oh. your, your you, turn to have a watch. You're okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling a little better. Eric uh, talked to you about the horns and the stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Glowy horns, I don't... You seemed very happy. Asleep? Uh, um, it was, it was odd. I have to say, there was a, a strange dream. I mean, almost a, a lucid dream. But uh, I, I don't know. Did a god uh, talk to you? N no. Thankfully, Did you jump no. into some kind of weird dream realm. Um. Also, no. I, I think. Just, just, just Dreams are weird these days. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyway, speaking of dreams, I'd like to go back to uh, a, a proper dream where I uh, feel better in the morning. Uh, enjoy. And he gets up and uh, I don't know, just. Will you do anything up. while you're on watch then, Cal? Oh, man. 
Waits a good 30 minutes, I guess. And the first time he's been alone for a long time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Clicker's looking at you. Clicker's. <laughs> Clicker's. Clicker's. Very much asleep. Yep, yeah, yeah, she's asleep. sleeping with her eyes open. Yeah. So she's looking at you. God, that seems so very clickerish. <laughs> yeah, both. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to make a wisdom saving throw to see if he's very very tempted. <laughs> okay. Go for it. He's a going to be a very good boy. <laughs> and not. Dude, oh, I, I figured, I figured that, that high was you're going to be super tempted and you're going to go to the back of the ship. No, no, because because a low wisdom save would imply that that like he doesn't have uh, the willpower. Yes. But yeah, the yeah, high, yeah. okay, it's like he's on a boat. He doesn't know what will happen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Could be bad. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's just uh, going to sit and make sure that no one. If people come there, or if there's noises, he'll try to respond to them, but he's just going to be good, and yeah, nothing. Finish your watch and pass it to Clicker. Okay. So you finish your watch and wake up Clicker. Mm. Uh, and as Clicker is on watch, after probably only... 15 minutes into her watch. A loud squawk that comes from what seems to be high up echoes across the boat, sh shaking the boards. And after that squawk, you hear shouts and yells, then a The sound of a blaring horn causes everybody to come instantly awake. You just can't let us have a long rest, can you? No, no. Uh, you do actually get a long rest for that time. Because Nisa gave you guys a water blessing. And with that water blessing, your exhaustion is gone. So who else was exhausted? Cal was. Clicker and Cal. Well, does it is it only exhaustion gone, or is it every other ability is restored as well? It, you guys did get a long rest. Okay, then yeah, the uh, long rest should just resolve with a long uh, exhaustion should just resolve with a long rest, right? Not in fantasy grounds, and I I think it depends depends on how hmm. people want to play with exhaustion. Um. You can hear the sound of feet running about and the clumping of uh, feet on the stairs that are leading into the, the hold. Lights flare up and seep through the floorboards as a trapdoor is... Uh, you hear the duk, duk, as someone tries to open the trapdoor. And you hear a voice. Topside, you lots. Times to fight. And you hear some banging on the trapdoor. Hurries! Pirates! You could have spoken faster. Would have been fine. 
Uh, hang on. I mean, we pay for passage. Why do you want us to fight? No fights. They take boats. Don't know. Kills yous. Kills us. Okay, but uh, come on, I'd... let's warm up. Come on, it's gonna be I, fun. I, 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 I demand I, I, that we uh, have a bit of a reduction in our our fee, please. <laughs> I I really haven't gotten to kill anything in a while. Talks first mate Prias. Hurries, hurries, and then he you hear his feet, uh, heavy feet running. Uh, not the sounds of boots, just flapping feet against the uh, timbers as he <clears throat> heads back up, up above. And as he heads back up above, uh, shortly after that, you hear, oh, and you hear a thump uh, coming from the 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 stern of the boat. Stern is the rear, right? God, I should say it is like yes. From the back of the boat. From the back of the boat. The bow is the front. Yeah. The starboard is the right. The port is the left. No, you, again, Atua only knows this because he has a yacht in real life. <laughs> <laughs> you no, hear no, it's again. A, it's a super cruiser. Walks coming from outside. <laughs> I guess we head um, up. Yeah, we gotta get Clicker to fix the, the gears. Yes. You can get her to give me a um, sleight of hand check. Or a dexterity check. She broke it so good she can't fix it. It's an 18. Okay, yeah. She readily manages to reconnect everything to get the gears working. But then she disappears. <laughs> Okay. Cool. Uh, okay. So I will share this with you guys. Uh, you have the option of coming up these stairs or these stairs or these stairs. Uh, can you wait a bit? Because for yeah, now, whenever, I the, whenever the map loads. Yeah, the map didn't load, so it's just black no, field no, no. and uh, your arrows pointing in different we, we, not, we are not on the map yet, so we don't that's have right. any line of sight. It's yeah. the line okay. of sight. There. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This still doesn't help that much. <laughs> uh, this whole area is still... This whole area is still in darkness for us because of, of the walls. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just decide where we go up. That's the, that's probably the best thing, Dagobah. I Fine. feel like I'll go that way. I'll have you guys all come up here. Sure, absolutely fine. Uh, you see that and that from where you are as you come up the stairs. You see there is. <clears throat> Clicker and Erica, uh, you guys want to order yourselves here before I lock tokens on whereabouts you, you know, are. No, moving towards danger quickly. So, who I'm looking for is the, the captain. Where's Where's the captain? There's a blood splot there. So, I'll, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm revealing all of that there in a minute. 
Okay. So you see this dude there. And actually. I genuinely go. don't see any part of the ship other than very exact, like very close to where we are. So, uh, I would like, I think you guys should be able to see a lot of people now. Nope. I, I, I mean, I don't see myself. Yeah, where are you? Oh, there you are. So, um, where's that guy? Under Erica? No. Missing a fellow. Oh, he's down here. Okay. I can uh, see this. So, and he is... All right. Uh, you have... There's Captain Jorma. There's Gru. There's Nisa. And there's First Mate Priya. That's the crew on this riverboat. There is one other fella that you uh, haven't met. Gru was the person... Who who came to knocking at your door. Each of you get uh, a chance to play one of those uh, people. So who wants to play what? One of the NPCs. I'll play Jorma. All right. You're playing Captain Jorma. So that goes to I'll, Thorn. I'll be Magic Girl, whose magic works very good. Nisa, Nisa is going to be Cal. And then I will take... Jiang. Jiang is the one who. Jiang. He he he's dead. <laughs> oh. oh. That was that. That was the person <laughs> that you heard. That you heard the. That's a dying sound. Okay. And then and then after that you heard a splat. Uh, so there's first mate Priya, first mate Priya or Gru, Gru being the, uh, is a lizard folk. Uh, I'll take Priya. All right. So you guys should be able to see each of those character sheets. Mm -hmm. And I will take Gru because I won't make you play three things. So I closed those character sheets, but they stayed open for you. Yep. 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 All right. Cool. Uh, so what I'm going to do as well is in order for you can, I, I don't know if you are able to move that extra character. Can you give it a try? I can't see anyone elder right. than ourselves. Okay, so I will do this. Give me a second. Player, player, where is it? Tokens. Player. Vision and movement. There. Oh, there we go. So just just click on the person. You, basically, you can click on anybody that's green, and now you'll be able to see what they see. Uh, but just try to focus on yourself and the other player that you're playing and i think now you should be able to move them i can't see uh um, priya priya is up here ah got it so uh you guys can give me initiative rolls please so eager but so slow and clicker yeah i'm getting there Oh, there she goes. Damn. All right. So she's first up. So I think... Oh, you still can't see. 
Why can't you see that one? I screw it. I'm just gonna I reveal all. It's turn off line of sight. I mean I don't understand why clicker can't see that creature. She's got beady little eyes. There. Now she can see to the south in the clouds. There is a lizard-type creature up in the clouds about uh, about <clears throat> 90 feet above. Oh, I can actually do this token height thing too, can't I? Alt. Yeah, there we go. 90 feet up with a rider on its back, flapping in the cl clouds and with a mighty scream and basically uh, uh, directly above where Jiang's body lies. Okay. What's she gonna do? I'm trying to work out what she can do. Um, That's all right. I'm gonna find some combat music. She has a dagger. Not particularly helpful. Is that too loud? No, that's all right. No, it's good. Good. Well, I guess she is going to. Um, she doesn't really have a, a ranged weapon at all. She's going to, um, she could do that. Arms of Hadar. Art self, damn it. What she can do. Um, okay, she's going to just cast Chill Touch on, um, on one of the creatures. The one that's coming up, number 15. Okay, does it reach 90 feet? Yeah, it's 120 feet. 120. Cool. And then, are they 90 feet away, are they? The the flying creature is 90 feet, and the other, the the person on its back is on its back. Okay. All right, so chill touch. And Ooh. she misses with chill touch. She fires and she misses. Damn. And then she um, moves down the stairs a little bit. Okay. To stay out of direct line of sight. And then yep. um, that's it. That's it for her. Okay. Meanwhile, Thorn is yelling at Joma going, Oh, this isn't pa part of our contract. Um, I demand we have a uh, discount on our fare. And Jorman says, of course. <laughs> you, you, right, right, because I'm playing him. Yeah, uh, but you also notice that Captain Jorma is also um, very afraid right now. Whereas oh, first mate Priya is not. Even more, even a better negotiating position. Yes, so he agrees. Hooray! All right. Um, he, what can he do? He's a, he doesn't have a range either. 
Um, He's he aware, and he will shout. He will shout. There's attackers at the front of the boat coming in on canoes. All right. He's going to do nothing at the moment. Ready in action, obviously. Ready in action for a melee attack. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. He can move. I can move him. Okay, he's just going to move up towards all the people that are coming in from the front. So, can, can you cancel that movement? Because it's kind of gone back and forth. He's going to go up to there. Okay. And he also shouts, I've seen two more of those up in the clouds to the northeast. But and they have move. yet to come below. He'll be behind Priya and um, he'll ready a rapier attack if, if it gets close to him. Okay. So he'll just be there, and that'll be his turn done. Sure. I can't end turn with him. Okay. Priya. Okay. Priya is going to scream and run at the nearest pirate, which is just okay. in feet of her movement. Yep. And she's going to attack with... First, with her uh, whip. Okay. How do I? How what? How do I attack with it? So, with the ah, NPC. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. You go, Priya. Uh... I'm pretty sure that's a hit. Yeah, that's a hit. And they have to make a. Did she save and throw? So, Oof. on the on that sheet, that's fine. Uh, I'll do it. They failed. Perfect. So they're knocked prone. So he's so knocked prone. My second and attack with second attack with a scimitar should be at advantage, right? You should do the damage with the whip first. So there's oh, the whip thank damage. you. Yep. Mm. Wait, what is that clicker to thorn? Ah, handy. No, okay. no, I was moving it back. All right, so, and then with her second attack? With her new scimitar that she just acquired, she slashes yeah. the scimitar across the chest of... Should, should be at advantage, because he's Yeah, I'll right. roll again in case it's yeah. a crate. No. Ah. Uh. No, not a crit, but still good. Why didn't it... Isn't he say... Yeah, it's got the prone condition on him. So he is looking... Uh, worse for wear. After taking two blows, but he's still standing. Well, he's knocked prone. <laughs> okay. So he's, he's still looking... Um, he took a it took a couple of really good hits, but he's still standing pretty solid. Well, he's knocked prone, so he's lying there very lying. solid. He's still looking solid from the point of view of, of uh, fairly healthy. Yeah, 
uh, bonus action okay. disengage and she's gonna put some distance uh wait what's her speed 30 i think yeah 30. speed 30 i already moved 10 so like 20 feet there all right yeah that's right. the end of her turn nisa nisa i uh Oh, geez, eh? These guys are going real hard on us. She tries to figure out how to... See if she can target creatures. That says it's 35 feet away from her, and I know that's not correct. Uh, can she even see the flying um, flying dude from where she is? Uh, I... No. No. Okay. Then, uh, then she just keep no. running this way. Okay. So and another five feet because there's nothing, nothing there that she can see. So she can see that on the launch in front of her, uh, she should be able to see that. Yeah. Yeah. And she's gonna pull up. She's gonna drag up some water using her 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 gnomish magics, kind of like a water bender, and and cast water bolt mm. on this guy on this. Uh, Person here already. Natural oh, nineteen. Nice. Not too bad. Yeah, I'm 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 an adorable slaver. And uh, I don't think she has anything else she can do at that point, so she's gonna end her turn. What? Oh, I gotta add the draw the damage on there. Yeah, not too bad. Okay. I'm I may that be a one... slaver, but I'm kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. She with with that water bolt blasting into that one uh, and smashing into that one. It looks like uh, Nisa can tell that that one sitting on the back of the boat now looks bloodied. Gru comes up. I'll get that pink ones, and he runs up to uh, take on the big guy. And. He will, with his big meat cleaver. Oh, nice work. Nice work, Gru. Good job. And that's all Gru can do. He does not get multi-attack. Thorn. Okay. Um, Thorn, on seeing that um, he really doesn't have much in the way of ranged weaponry, is there any sort of um, area where there is like a selection of weapons? That we've seen on the ship so far. Um, that is a very good question. Uh, you guys were brought directly into the hold, so you have not yet seen a selection of weapons. Okay. All right. I'm hearing this. This creatures to the north. I'll move up to the north then. We'll get to there. Quickly move across the ship and you catch sight of a whole smorgasbord of. Sorry, were you going right here? Yeah, there. Yeah. A bunch of raiders that are, are boarding the ship from, from canoes. All right, that's my turn done. Okay. All right, this guy. Goes five, 
20. Manages to get there for 25. And he will smack with his scimitar at Guru. And he misses, unable to connect as the lizard folk dodges out of the way. And this one, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, just manages to get on. It's holding on to the edge of the banister there. This guy, he goes back here to grab onto the, whatchamacallit, at the back of the boat. The, the, the steel mechanism. The, the, the rudder? The rudder. The rudder. All right, Erica, you're up. Okay, I can't see. Wait, what? Okay. Uh, so the flying creature I can't reach, but I heard some movement running and screaming at the front, so I'll try to get there. Okay. This is 10 feet. Mm -hmm. Can I go through that? What is that? Yeah. Yep. Just move across it. Thank you. So that's 30 feet total. Which I think is my entire movement. You have to dash if you want to go further. Yeah. So I'll use my action to death. Mm-hmm. So are you moving more then, or what are you doing? Yeah, I'll use my action to dash, like, over there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if I try to accept that. Oh, okay, cool. I so am, you dash I'm, and you get... I'll just mm -hmm. use my bonus action to light up my sword. Yep, so you, there should be a thing on it that you can click an effect. Yeah, let me find it. Should be up top. Greats, greats, flame sword. So, okay, change this from group to there. It is great, great sword, flame tongue. So to the right of that, right underneath the spell slots. Found it. Yep. There you go. So okay. that would give you a forty-foot light. And that's it. That's the end of my turn. That's amazing. That's actually pretty cool. If I go like this. And just for shits and giggles, because it's dusk right now, if I go to Moonlight, that's that's from her great sword. Wow. That's a cool effect. I look in the eye of the nearest pirate and say, this was a mistake. <laughs> Do you say that with intimi to intimidate? Because you can give me an intimidation roll. Uh, sure. I mean, lady me walks up with a flaming sword and says, "This is a mistake." I'm, I'm pretty scared. That's fine. It's not a. I won't make it an action. I won't make it cost an action. So if you want to roll intimidation, that's that's fine. Seventeen plus seventeen. <laughs> I have I'm a scary lady. Okay. Okay. Cool. That's your turn, Cal. Cal, I'm gonna follow the scary lady because he likes how those people look. Oh, I can see that thing. 
Awesome. He's going to jump up real high and fly. Yay, he knows how to do it now. He can do it mostly on command for the most part now. Huzzah. And he's, uh, he's going to go. Wait, that's an elemental gift. It is. How can we not um, get elemental gifts? Because you're not half something something. <laughs> well, Without giving anything away. <laughs> so he, he flies uh, up. Flies upward feet. towards the yeah. biggest, scariest thing, because that's yeah. what he would do. Yep. And he will cast Armor of Agathus on himself as well. Okay. And I, I just like to point out, I am half something, something. So there. Well, mm -hmm. you're not half the something that I'm. You don't know. So the frost starts. It's collating around him, almost like because it's around the ocean. You can see like almost uh, salt crystals forming around around his body as well. Mm -hmm. uh, He's just staring straight at this giant flying thing like it's it's his toy. Um, that's my action and my movement and my bonus action. So that's me. So this one is like shouts. This one shouts out, "Move your asses! I need to get on board, you cowards, for the Red Cliff." This guy too moves up, and this one here, number twenty-five. He is going to take a swing at Erica because she's there. Oh, look at that! It's yeah. For a wee bit of damage, but he gets to go again. And he will swing again. But he's unable to connect as he swings his heavy mace towards you. It catches one of the studs. Uh, gl having glanced off of your armor, throws off his aim, and the other one swings wide. And this one hunkers down in the boat, and she is going to... She's going to dodge. And this guy... He takes a swing with his large axe at Gru. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, he takes a swing. I forgot. He's prone. And then he's like, oh, best get up. And then he gets up. And that's his turn. And you hear... Coming from northeast, higher up than the squawk that you'd heard from the southeast. Hold on a second. Those creatures are mounts. They're supposed to have the same, uh, whatchamacallit, as their riders. Okay, clicker. Initiative? Same initiative? Yeah. Right, clicker is going to... And hearing this bit of a combat going to the north, she will mm -hmm. move up there 
Mm -hmm. And what is that? That's concentration for an hour. Alright, she's going to cast the Weapon of Blood on her. Bring out her dagger. Yeah, her blood dagger. So that yeah. does damage to herself, right? Yeah, I, I think I can remember what it is. It's 1d4 slashing damage. Yeah. Okay. She takes nice. one damage. Cuts herself in the same spot she always does in that forearm. As right, the blood so. pools and congeals into a blade, a shiny red blade in her in her hand. There we go. And that's her turn done. Okay. Captain Jorma. Okay. Captain Jorma will move up and try and take down Red Red Cliff Raider. Mm-hmm. With his rapier and then following oh, he, he goes with the whip first okay oh, oh this is horrible drama and he follows up with the rapier <laughs> nice. oh. yeah. can't, can't make a fool myself in front of my crew <laughs> oh After wow the whip was a distracting maneuver. <laughs> yeah, but then, and then he just doesn't know how to use a sword. <laughs> so, remember, uh, he is able to uh, do that special reaction as well. So don't forget those. Yeah, I see. It's twice a day. Yeah. So are you, is he done? He's done. Yep. All right, Priya. Okay, Priya. Hmm. Hmm. Priya is gonna do the same stuff. Uh, she's gonna run here. Mm hmm. Uh, would she be at flanking position? Uh, no, not really. No, we're all one with, front, right? To Red Cliff Raider 11, she is with Captain Droma. Okay, then she's gonna attack that one. So remember to press the advantage button. Okay, and she's just gonna do two, two scimitar attacks. I, I can't target the guy for some reason. Yeah, just just drag the attack on top of him in the in the map. There you go. She smashes into him with the first uh, swipe of her of her Bohilda scimitar, and that's all it takes. As I don't know, you, what, what did that slash look like that it just killed that dude? I assume this dude is uh, facing towards uh, a Gru. Sure. Yep. So she jumps um, from behind and slashes across his knees from behind. Okay. And he just falls and um, loses consciousness from the pain and blood loss. Okay. And she winks at Gru and going to take a second attack at the other ranger. Raider. Okay, number 25. Okay. Go for it. 
No advantage, normal, normal attack. Yep. She smashes into him as well. And he's looking bloodied after your scimitar rakes him across, uh, cutting him between the the connecting joints of his armor. Blood oozes out. Okay. Bonus section disengage, run away. Okay. Cool. That's it, she's done. Uh does nothing which one is that one? Does nothing. Nothing. This one, let me see. All right, that one. This one, the Wyvern swoops down from the air to. That can't be right. 90 minus 25 is 65. What's its? Yeah, okay. So this one swoops down to right beside you with the, the fella on its back. And he will tries to smack you with his lance. So the guy on, on top of him is smacking me. And he's unable to. to connect you with, with his lance. That's right, the guy on his back. So this is now oops, alt. He's on the same level as you right now. Well, actually five feet above you because he's kind of lanced downwards on you. Okay. Sure. Nisa. Nisa. Nisa is uh, running up. Don't worry, Captain. I'm coming. She runs right off the boat. <laughs> no, I, I can't see. I can't see. She can't see. Uh, yeah, my bad. Okay. Uh, she can't. She couldn't have seen there. Um, uh, okay. Um, it's twenty feet. Looking. Uh, she's. She's not that big of a deal. Okay. Well, I'll just. Uh, oh golly gee, guys. Um, and then she'll cast water whip. Is a fun-looking spell on uh, a creature, each object in range. Um, okay, so a creature. So this guy right over here in front of the captain. No, mm -hmm. you don't fuck with captain. Um, dexterity mm -hmm. saving throw did not. Okay, right, because I, I can't really target her. He fails. Fails. Don't mess with my captain. And he's looking worse for wear after that smash into him. Uh, um, he's he's looking like he's on his last legs. And he's uh well he doesn't he's not on his legs at all. He's prone. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. So uh yeah. you've got the prone on him. Perfect. She's done? Yep, she is. Okay, Gru. 
seeing uh, the Red Cliff Raider is on down with its meat cleaver, it goes to attack. Kill him, girl. Hits him with a cleaver. Oh, look at that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And with its cle with the cleaver smashing into that large, uh, hairy raider, Gru then just kicks him overboard, uh, having the cleaver. Uh, he hit the cleaver so stuck in in this big hairy raider's chest that he kicks the raider overboard in order to retrieve his his cleaver. That's his turn, Thorn. Okay, Thorn. It's going to focus and um, speak out some arcane words and a br bright flash of uh, purpley-green light is going to surround the raiders to the north. He's going to be casting Fairy Fire. Okay. It targets all those people. Mm -hmm. But it targeted more, but they died. Mm-hmm. Two failures, two oh, successes. Two, two successes. What? So just drop that effect on them. They're just so dexy. Apparently. All right. So where's the flashing thing? What the fuck? I don't know. Light fairy fire. I wonder if it's because of. You can't see it blinking because of Erica's sword so being so damn bright. Maybe. Let's just see. I'm just going to turn it off for a second. But who else has got some goddamn light source that is so bloody bright? <laughs> I mean, I've uh, got that's a lot too of bad. Words. Sorry. I, I was just excited to see that fairy fire light coming. Oh, there you go. There you go. Now you can see them blinking. Oh, so those ones that are blinking are the ones who have fairy fire on them. But it's so hard to see that when <laughs> Erica's light is going. Uh, I'll put that back is on. Is there a way to turn up the intensity? Uh, probably. Don't need to worry about it now, though. It would take a bit of investigating. I was so proud of that, to be honest. It looks pretty cool. Uh, okay, so number 22 was the one that was uh, basically Peter Pants as Erica made her threatening thing coming in with the thing. And she lets go of the railing, uh, drops the uh, few feet into the water, and she begins swimming. Uh, away? Away, yep. And Red Cliff Raider number nine... Uh, he's guiding the boat and he's like, tie us off, tie us off. And dead Erica. Mm. I'm tempted. Um, I am going to look at the, the guy in front of me. Say, well, this is your chance to run away. And I want to boot him in the chest and try to this is Sparta him overboard into water. Shove attack. Yeah. Yeah. He holds his ground. He goes, 
We can't. Zahil will kill us. His people will kill us. Give off. Give us the ship. Give it a try. So that is opposing strength. Athletics. Athletics. So he rolls a seven. Oh, nine, nine to your eight. It's so he manages to keep his, he manages to keep his foot as your, he keeps his feeding, as your uh, foot hits him in the chest, and he grits his teeth and he smiles at you and he goes, "Not this time." So that's an we attack. Have one action. more attack. Yeah. Well, did that count as an attack? So I can do yes. another attack. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, I'll hit him with my sword then. Okay. I gave him a chance. Probably wanted to stay in the water, but. Uh, sorry, I, I, sorry, I messed up my my shit for a little bit. Ah, there it is. Why was it with advantage? Because fairy fire. He's got fairy fire on. Fairy He's fire. Ah, fairy fire. ah, perfect. Yeah. Okay. So you smash into him, slicing him with the furnace. Uh, not bad. Not bad. Wasn't it already on fire though? Him? It was no. on fire. Well, of, uh, of a sorts. I mean, it so should do another two d six fire damage then. Yeah, actually, that's a very good point. Uh, why didn't that? So why is it doing an additional 2d6? Because it's a flame tongue and she lit it's it up f- earlier. Ah, yeah. She uh, yeah. It's the that is... addest of ass of swords. Yeah. Hmm. So I it rolled 2d6 plus 3 slash and it's normal damage. Yeah, it's normal. It didn't, it didn't roll the 2d6... No, no, no. Is it two d six fire? Is that what it is? Two d six fire. Yep, it's additional two d six fire damage for right. every attack. Let's do I'm, this. I mean, it doesn't matter because he's dead. He's but, very dead. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. There. Now, now it will. Okay. Fixed. I will. Move a little bit closer. Um, These guys yeah. are five feet down in their canoes. They're lower than the rim the of the ship. And you see them with uh, grappling hooks and ropes. Uh, as they are no longer swinging them, they're kind of looking there, looking at you guys, and looking up in the clouds uh, to the northeast. Do they have... Uh is there a grappling hook or a rope or ladder that they used to climb aboard? Not yet, no. They, okay, you, I'll just stand there intimidatingly. Okay. I'll try to cool. cut them if, as they start climbing up. When and you if. Can, you can... Uh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, cool. That was your two. Cal. Uh, Cal's going to fly up another five feet to get eye level with the rider. Mm-hmm. And he's just going to open his mouth and have all those cicadas come out. Yay! <laughs> all right. <laughs> you shouldn't have come here. And then he'll take two attacks on, on, on the boy. Okay. 
So it's number uh, eight, I think. And yes, it's hard for me to target him because he's very much hidden by the other guy. Uh, here, there. There we go. Um, no longer part of that. So technically, I would be face to face with him, but yes, does, he's on the map. It's not looking like that. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, but bam. Nope. No. And ba-bam. Oh, oh that looks so close to being 20. <laughs> I saw. I saw it was so close. <sighs> <laughs> wow. Four and a two. 12 and a 10. No. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, but all those insects are flying around, biting at these people. So, so yep. Give them both their things. necrotics. Eight and 15. Uh, any creature that starts his turn. So yeah, so they'll, they'll take four points of damage sure. when they do. Just remember to do that. Okay, yep. number 13. Uh, stops swinging the rope and is like, we need to get out of here. Enough, they've killed so many. This is not how it's supposed to be going. Zahil, fuck that bastard. And moves back. And or as, instead of moving back, actually pushes uh, against the just Pazuzu to push the the canoe backwards. Some can I actually do that? What is this? How do I tell? Oh, I can. E, there. <laughs> there. And number 17 does the same thing uh, with the other launch. The other canoe pushes off and pushes back. And so they're running away? He looks that way. Clicker. Clicker screams in frustration. Runs up here. Mm -hmm. and um, uses ch chill touch I guess okay oh that's wow those people are not recovering their HP in the next round which one was that that you hit? Number 17 on the boat. Oh, wow. And he's still alive. Wow. Okay. So this this hand seems to appear um, from below the boat, comes through the wood, and grabs this guy's leg for a temporary moment. You can see the chill in the air, and his leg sort of temporarily freezes as he shrieks out in pain. Hmm. And that's click it done. Captain Jorma. Um, Jorma is going to try and whip him. I think he has range. Sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. Come on, buddy. Oh, he does, oh, too. Nice. But there it is. Everyone saw that was like not a great hit. 
just touched him with the edge of the whip, the part that hurts the worst. I and could say he, he rolls he rolls the whip and does more damage than the crit. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, one one less actually, but still. Oh, close enough. All right, so he's also prone. Does that mean he's, he falls out of the out of the boat? No, yeah. he falls into the boat. Collapses into the boat. Okay. Aww. So that was one. Does he get? What does he get? One. Okay, one with the whip. Okay, or two with the rapier. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Priya. Okay, Priya is gonna run to this side of the boat. <laughs> see that the pirates are running away, and she's gonna. Shows them the middle finger and scream, Yeah, you run! You run, you dirty rats! Okay. And that's her turn. Okay. Alright. That is. This. You hear a large cry coming from up overhead. And one of the winged lizards comes swooping down out of the sky uh, to right above this female here. And it catches the female up in its claws. And as it's come swooping down, the rider on its back uh, lifts up a heavy crossbow and he fires the crossbow at Erica. The bolt goes screaming past you, Erica, and smashes into the the wall just south of you. So that's that's that. And this creature comes, another one comes screeching out of the cloud, cr the clouds. <laughs> to right above where you are, come, coming down at a uh, slant. And with his lance, he attacks at you as well, Erica. He hits you with his lance. 14 hits Erica? Why? 14 should not hit. She, her armor was... Destroyed. What is your AC? It wasn't was destroyed, it, was it but it was definitely damaged. I thought we only removed two. Yeah, I'm not sure. My AC is 13. Maybe I... Maybe because I dragged the... Um, uh, scorpion armor in and then I removed it. Maybe my armor got un unequipped. Yeah, do you have your armor currently equipped on your character sheet? On your inventory? There, I just redid yeah, it. So that was damaged. Oh, yeah. So it did that plus your. Yeah, that's that's correct. Uh, let me just just be a hundred percent sure here. Let me relook up breastplate. Yeah, I just took two off the AC. You should normally be at fifteen, so thirteen, correct? Okay. 
So it, he poked you with his lance, and his it goes into the, your thigh as it came screaming down from 120 feet up to just basically at the, the height of the deck. Actually, maybe maybe five, 15 feet. So that's just five feet above because the deck is 10 feet above the water. Uh, did I do the damage? I did do the damage, and it did hit you. Yep. Yeah, I got damage. And the creature, da, 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 da. no, it cannot do anything because it, it dashed to get there. Okay. Number 18 or number eight. Uh, uh, okay, hold on. I'm just going to do damage to both these guys right yep. now because eight and next to each other. 15, correct. Yep. Come okay. on. So he attacks you once he attacks you with his lance one time. Oh, Bad luck. His lance, as a reaction to your insects that come out of your mouth, his lance tears into your side, doing a significant bit of damage. And after his lance hits you, his flying creature then tries to snatch you. Uh, as he as he stabs me with that, my armor attacks back and and swaps him in the face with burst of cold he takes the cold and he giggles <laughs> and his beast tries to snatch you let me just be sure of this okay yeah so he tries to snatch you so roll 21 mm -hmm. you need to make a strength or uh, athletics or acrobatics uh no my saving throws or skill checks here. Sorry, wait, 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 wait. Let me reread this. Yes, you need to make an opposing. That that that's wrong. I, I goofed up. Ignore that. You need to make an opposing strength or athletics. It makes a strength check. Okay. Sixteen. Um, so athletics or acrobatics. Go acrobatics. Check to yeah, natty one. Bam. You are grappled mm -hmm. in the claws of the wyvern. Not unhappy with this. And it now, with you in its claws, it starts to rise up. So that was 30. It gets to 100 feet up. So you are at 100 feet now. Mm -hmm. Nisa. Oh yeah, that's me too. Yep. Ah, uh, oh, that's a bad. Running up over, and. Mhm. Mm Probably just going with the the same old water whip because is that within range? It is within uh, fifteen feet up. I think you'd have to get a little closer. Oh no! Oh, you're right. That was a save. Cool. Fail. Yeah. Nice. Um, flash it, grabbing onto it, uh, and pulling. I don't know. It says I can knock it prone. If I knock a flying creature prone, it basically usually falls. Yep. So I would, I would flap onto its wing. It and, would flop. Uh, yep. 
and it yank it down in, to the, the bottom of the ship. And it would fall an additional... Uh, it would get an additional one point of damage from falling as it falls into the into the prow of the ship. It is now... The, the creature on, on its back, too, would it fall off? Would say, it just take damage? Uh, yeah, I'm going to give him damage as well as he falls. So he takes one damage and he needs to make a dexterity saving throw as he tries to avoid getting crushed. Yeah, he manages to dance to the side and so he's now standing on the deck off off of his mount. Nice job, Nisa. Get him, sword lady. And Priya. And that's, uh, okay. that's her. Grew. I got you, Nisa. And he runs over with his cleaver. He hits. Oh, Jesus. That sucks. Thorn. Okay. Um... All right, I want to cast another fairy fire. Just to make Dagobah happy. What is that going to hit? <laughs> uh, you it's get a 20, It's a 20-foot tw cube. Yep. They all get hit. Except for this dude who's on the deck right now. Could I do that instead and yep, ignore the fine. person on the boat? Yep. I better get the guy on the boat, uh, on our boat. All right. Yep. You wouldn't get this dude though, uh, but you'd get the you'd get the lizard creature, not him. Which one? This dude. Oh here yeah, avoid. yeah, that's fine. Oh, people that are on the boat's probably more important. Actually, can you click clear my targets? Because I might have already had targets on. We have more too many people. Okay. Yeah, cool. Thank you. All right. Let's do this again. Hopefully, I hit more people this time. Oh, come oh, on. Really? <laughs> no. Two, two succeed, two fail again. Yeah. One that's in the water, and the one on the boat is still okay. Oh. The other one on the boat, cool. Let's just drop your your effects on them. At least one of them was just one of the the, the Red Cliff Raiders. They aren't really a big threat anymore. <laughs> so it's concentration. So you've got to get rid of the very yeah. Fire I'm getting rid of the other one. Two. Yeah, you should be able to remove them yourself. I think. Yeah, I did. Cool. So which which has it? It's. These, these two in the front, I believe, wasn't it? Or I think one is dead, actually. That uh, Redcliffe Raider, he, he's oh. lost it. He doesn't have it anymore. So Redcliffe 17, so I will get rid of it on him. He's the one that's prone in the boat. Okay, so it's the people on the boat, the, the creature and the unidentified, the, the armoured guy, both have um, verify them. So the people out in the water don't, which is okay. That's probably good. All right. Okay. I'm done. Okay. Number 22 uh, is 
inside the grapple of that. She will try to break free. 13 versus... Yeah, no, she is unable to break free of the grapple. And nine starts to turn the launch. Dead Erica. This map is so cool. <laughs> and I have a question. What do the riders look like? They are uh, covered in plate mail. So humanoid, but we don't know anything yes. because They're covered wearing. helmets, everything. Correct. Correct. Okay, and the second question, am I in melee range with the lizard that's on the boat? Number 14, yep. It's, it's, it was pulled from the sky and it fell to the boat. And it's also glittering at the moment. Um, and it's glittering, yeah. No, I'm more in terms of, am I engaged with it? If I move somewhere else, will I get attack of opportunity from this creature? Oh yeah, you're in, you're in, that, you're in that melee range with it for, for that purpose, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Then I will attack its rider. I'll move a little bit closer. And first, as a bonus action, I will cast a Hunter's Mark on him. Okay. Something tells me these guys are going to be a bit beefy. Going to get a lot of D6s if he's hit. If it crits. Well, just... It's just going to be 5d6 per hit, if it doesn't. Too close. Stay on target. Stay on target. Is, is this the right one? Did I put the right one on myself? No. You put, yes, that's the right one on you. Uh, doesn't it, so with Hunter's Mark, don't you have to do, is it like yeah, some yeah, kind uh, of a, The Hunter's Mark, yep, yeah, that's it. It's all good now. Okay. But there's no there's no saving throw or anything that he does. No, or, no. No, it, it just drop works. it on. Yeah, okay, cool. Yep, you got it. Okay, and now I'm going to slash at him. Yep, go for it. This is going to be ridiculous. Please do crit. That'd be so pretty. She's got, she's got advantage. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, uh, well, I did roll a crit, but it was a one. <laughs> and second attack. Second attack. second attack. Oh wait, uh, first level spell slot I used. Okay, second attack. There you go. Two thirteens. Oh. Not bad actually. At least it hits. Yeah, this will be five d six, I think. Mmm. Mmm. Yum. Uh, he is. He. I mean, it slashes across and cuts through some of the plate, uh, leaving a gouge through it as it, the where you're, you're, the furnace cut through, the plate is red hot as, as the, the magical blade cuts through that, that plate in his chest. And he uh, staggers back from the blow. A quick question. A divine sense, would that be an action or a bonus action or something? Uh, it's an, uh, to use your divine sense is an action. You could have, you could have divine smited, I believe. Yeah, yeah, but uh, that's uh, that's a spell slot I'm saving. It is. But divine sense would be an action. Okay, then I'm done. 
Cal, caught in the claws, a hundred feet in the air. Looking not too perturbed at the moment, NC Hexblades curses the creature that is holding him as a bonus action. Just, you know, not not Mm -hmm, too perturbed, mm -hmm, but... mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. I don't have the kind of if-then kind of look on this Hexblades curse thing. Yeah, it's, so. it's, I, I think I set it up and I tested it, so it should work. If you've dropped the, cool. if you've dropped dropped the thing on, on the it, which is like some yeah. kind of a custom, yeah, Hexblade Cursed, yeah. Cool, just want to make sure. Um, so it's tied to your he's... sword, so your sword has the if condition on it. Great. Oh, nice. Hits. 15, 23. Uh, that should be more than that. It should have the... should do so your proficiency damage, bonus as well. The damage takes on the proficiency bonus, so that was... Yeah. Is that plus... What is your proficiency bonus? Plus three. Plus, plus, plus three. three. I'll just edit the so, sword for now. And then wasn't we'll it... So, but hold on a second here. So what is it normally? Your sword is... My sword is attack? normally just... Uh, 1d8 plus four. You use the Masterwork Long Sword, so it's 1d8 plus 4. Mm-hmm. Just give me a second here. I mm-hmm. really want to understand what just happened, because I tested this, and this this was working. Maybe it was on the last sword, the Moon Touch Crit Sword. Maybe it has all these stuff on it. Crit 19, so it all shows up there. Oh, you know what it did. Oh, why would it not do that? Yeah, okay, 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 I see what happened. So I'm just going to add an extra... You said four? Three. Extra three. It didn't... I don't know why it didn't take the, uh, on the three, because I did in square brackets your proficiency, and it's supposed to automatically take care of that. All right, so... Unequip. Equip. There's the three. Far out. So three more on to... Which one was it again? Hmm? Oh, there's a lot of... On to unidentified creature number 15. So three more. Okay. Whoops. Okay. We're good? Yep. Great. Um, you can do it again. And attack number two. Oh, oh that 19 almost, almost came. Oh, fuck. That is some bad luck. It is what it is. Um, little insectes are still surrounding. Sword and, and creatures seem to be tied together in some black tether with the Black Blade's curse. He's, your, He's not looking worried. Your... Um, how long does your fly last for? Ten no, minutes. No, Never mind. I don't need to know that as an NPC. Uh, the fly lasts for 10 minutes. He's seen you flying, that's all. Doesn't know anything more about it. Number 13 uh, is paddling to help move the boat. So let's do this a little bit more. 
Okay. Now that it's 11 p.m., uh, we could yeah. continue on, but uh, I got to work, so I wouldn't mind if if we called it and parked it here. Yes, please. Yeah, I'm pulling asleep the keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Fine by me. You have a good evening and good days, and we'll see you. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. That's good. Thanks, Jag. It was a great session. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Fawn of the Tiefling Bard. Hi, I'm Darium. I'm playing as Vorgashelis, the Farvog Druid. I'm Ivan, a teller of dark and gritty TTRPG stories. No heroes, no happy ends. And I will be playing Clicker. A Ravenfolk locksmith. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mike. I will be playing the Bissamar, Hexblade, Warlock, Cal, and Thra. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, Please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.